Oh, what's this? Zenni's 3D virtual try-on. Pretty cool, right? Wait, are those prices real? Do they have glasses for men? Yep, they also have affordable blue light glasses. Seriously? At those prices? Get them all. I like where this is going. Zenni.com. Prescription glasses starting at $6.95. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. Let's say you make it to the top. What's next? Relish in the glory of your accomplishments? Okay, sure, for a minute. But then you move forward. Take the 2021 Escalade. Cadillac's newest arrival is more than just a celebration of iconic luxury. It's the most technologically advanced Escalade ever. Because arriving is just the beginning. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving. Are you ready? I'm ready to fire it up. Let's fire it up. Fire it up. Fire it up. Welcome, everybody, to Juice Pro Wrestling, episode 73. With me in the studio, as always, is Shredd and the Savage. What's going on, Shredd? I feel savage. <laughs> oh, man, Dr. Claw. I'm sorry, you made a guest appearance tonight. I'll get you, get it. <laughs> Damn, that was good. And our very special guest for this episode 73 of the Juice Pro Wrestling podcast is the son of former WCW vixen Gorgeous George and the former wife of Doyle Wolfgang von Frankenstein, you know him from the Misfits. Uh, Isaac Hare, what's going on, brother? What's going on, Jim's Pro? Oh, what up, what up, what up, son? Oh, it's about to get lit. These people don't know what's about to happen. We rocking and rolling around here, you know. Oh, always, always, man. So, Isaac, uh, a quick little story to go into this about our meeting. We met a couple years ago. at a show in DeKalb. DeKalb. Yeah, at DeKalb. the at the <laughs> DeKalb. at the 7th Street space. Uh I it was during a Handsome Prick show, my band and I believe Minimum Wage Assassins. That um, was a brutal fucking show, man. You <laughs> you killed it. I love I love I love your live presence, man. It was great. I appreciate that. And here's a little quick off-track thing that you say that cuz I think you were there that night. Someone's like fucking Phil Selmo circa 92. <laughs> That could have that could have been me, honestly. I don't know. <laughs> it might have been, but dude, my point is, the last three fucking days, I've been getting that. Like I did, uh, I was at a wedding. And you might kind of look like him a little bit, though. Yeah, I guess I get it. It's not necessarily a bad thing. Hey, Rex, turn up no. that fucking bass. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, I just wanted to throw that out there. Um, so yeah, we met at this show, man, and we, you know, you did a cool little video clip of us, and uh, <laughs> oh shit. We just went really loud <laughs> all of a sudden. Technical difficulties. What is that? Uh, Say something now. Are we good? Whoa, oh, shit. yeah. Hold on. All of a sudden, you just became like an angel, like in the voice category. It's like, <laughs> ooh, that's what it should sound like. Yeah. Ooh, we hear you nice and loud now. Yeah. You're all right. I'm, I'm going to leave that in. I've been, having, I've been having phone troubles too a little bit, so. Oh, that's all right. Maybe. Hey, man, we'll we'll oh, totally perfect. we'll totally blame it on you. Yeah, uh, I almost died. Oh yeah. <laughs> Remember that I'm out there, people listening. Not it's working. not our production. <laughs> it's <laughs> never. It's never our production. No, no. Um, but yeah, man, we had a great time. I love that clip you took of us. It was it was cool. I liked like the angle. Like it, it captured a lot of good shit. And 
You guys can check that, that out. That was a good time, I man. I was I was filming some uh, some shows for this Canadian company. They're actually the guys that have sponsored my uh, this new CD I put out, and uh, they helped me out with my band back in the day with merch and stuff like that. But no, they were they were like, hey, you know, here's a camera, go film some bands, and we'll send you we'll send you some money. I was like, all right, sounds cool, you know. So that's why I was out in the cow that day. Fuck yeah, that was super cool, man. And uh, lo and behold, you know, so like. I think it's like fast forward maybe a month or two later, and I, uh, you know, I friended you on Facebook. We had talked because you were dating a girl at the time uh, from DeKalb, I believe, right? No, no, no. She she was just a friend. We weren't dating or nothing. Oh, that's all right. Just casual sex. It's all good. <laughs> play a play <laughs> No, no, no disrespect. On that. No disrespect. No. Um. Yeah, but I asked her. I said, like, "Hey, man, like, who's your boyfriend? Your friend? Like, can I, you know, get a hold of him for this clip?" And, uh, you know, we got connected, and uh, I'm following your shit, and I'm looking through your timeline, and I'm like, I see you with Gorgeous George, and I'm like, what the fuck? And it was something about, like, maybe it was a Mother's Day thing or whatever, and I'm like, get the fuck out of here, dude. Like, what a small world it is. Uh, dude, I've been watching, how old are you, Isaac? 27. 27. Ooh, lucky number, 27. Yeah, happy belated birthday, by the way, man. Don't want to fall in that 27 club. That's right. That's why we skipped episode 27. <laughs> we, we put out uh, episode 26, and I don't know if people out there that have been listening for a while now caught on to that, but that was totally my whole thing. I didn't want to be a part of that club, so we did 26, and it was a, a football meets wrestling episode, and it was a two-part episode, and then we just went right to 28. You can't. You, yeah. kept, you kept that a secret for nearly a year. I did. Hell, you got to, man. Yeah. But, uh... K-Fame yeah, so I, <laughs> it is dead. Um, I was blown away. I'm like, no way, man. You know, we've talked a few times. I've been uh, trying to get you on this show for a little while now, and you've been yeah. doing some shit, man. I mean, as, aside from the fact that you have a famous mother and uh, a famous, you know, what I mean, do you, do you still call him your your stepdad? I mean, how's that work? Oh, yeah, I mean, he's, he's the closest thing I have to a dad, so. Right know. on. Yeah. Yeah. Doyle, uh, we'll we'll get in your relationship with him in a, in a minute, but uh, you just got through doing a really interesting project, which I believe uh, didn't you say was funded or produced by Billy Corgan? Yeah, well, he's he's a part of the was it TNA? Is that what it is? Uh, he's, and he owns the NWA now. NWA, okay, because everyone I, I put it out there and everybody's commenting on it, and it was I mean, fuck, I even got confused a little bit on it, you know? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, he's a part of it. Um, I, I think he's funding the project, and it's going to be on A&E, and they're thinking about um, putting it into Netflix of next year, too. So it's going to be aired on A&E, and then it's going to go on to Netflix. Right. That's their whole And this was a, thing about. A, a documentary about uh, essentially the life and career of a, the macho man, Randy Savage. Yeah. Dude, that's the best impression I've heard in a long time, bro. <laughs> Sick and pissed. Thank you. Get the fuck out of here, Sretton. You sit your ass down. Sick and pissed. That's best. a good one. <laughs> Appreciate uh, it. Hey, Macho is one of my favorites. Uh, here's a quick little ditty for you. I've shared this on the show a couple times. You can believe it if you want. I mean, it's it's totally true. Um, So when Randy died, uh, my cousin was working down – well, she lived down in Florida with her then-husband – and uh, he was a part of, like, a cleanup crew for Rex and stuff. So, you know, when Randy crashed his Jeep and that whole shit show happened, um, they had hit me up. And they're like, you know, and they're not wrestling fans whatsoever. And they're not bullshitters. So, but they knew I was like, re- I, dude, I've been, I'm 36. I've been, like, a 
yeah. wrestling months since I was five, you know, dude. Like, no joke. Like, um, very passionate about it. You know, I mean, that's why the show exists. Uh, oh, that's why I wanted. That's why I wanted to do this interview. I mean, I keep up with what you're sharing and stuff. You know, you're on. You're on. You're on it, man. You know, so. Fuck yeah, I appreciate that. But um, yeah, right. so they they call me and they're like, "Hey, we know you're a big wrestling fan. Like, uh, the Macho Man. Did you hear about that?" And I'm like, "Yeah." And it's like, "Well, my husband's got the key to his Jeep. Do you want?" Wow. It? And I'm like, "Yes." <laughs> so long story oh, short, shit. yeah, I have the key to the Jeep that Randy passed away in. Um, it's oh my god. Yeah, it sits in a little. I have a Frank Zappa mug, like a coffee uh-huh. mug, and it sits in there with a uh, NWO Macho Man thumb wrestler on top of the key dude man that's heavy man yeah it's i couldn't believe it dude it was crazy but i i ended up talking to dude he's like yeah man and like uh and like i said i've told this story once before on here you know he when he had his heart attack i mean he squeezed the steering wheel so hard that it tacoed and he's like dude everybody in the cleanup crew knew who it was you know i mean it's fucking macho man yeah so he's like dude people were taking the jeep emblems off there and yeah some dude got the steering wheel yeah that's fucked up, you know. It is. I mean, it's just, it's just, it was a sad thing, dude. You know, I mean, but you know, what can you do? Yeah, what can you do? Hey, they sent me the key. I'm not guilty. I just said yes. Uh-huh. All right. <laughs> but uh, All right. I, Randy was as he was one of my favorites, much like he was with everybody. And the reason you were a part of this documentary, um, people may or may not be aware. And actually, I wasn't really too much aware until I started. Uh, and doing some research on you, uh, your mom and Randy were an actually an item back in WCW, right? Of course. I mean, she was his, uh, you know, stage girl, his ring girl, mm-hmm. his eye candy. Oh, yeah. Know? When he first came back and he was all just, like, juiced to the gill. Like, remember he disappeared oh, for yeah. a while? Then he came back and he was more modern. He looked like... like WC, WCW, he came back with a gimmick, man, that just rocked the fucking 90s away, you know? Yeah, yeah. The, That's the what he did, man. He knew what he was doing. Yeah, fuck yeah. Um, and he came back and, you know, he had, he had gorgeous George on his arm. He had, uh, what would become Molly Holly. A lot of them, a lot of them did that though. You know, I mean, I mean, you're thinking eighties and then, you know, shit. And then it goes in the nineties. It's like they had to evolve. I mean, look at, you know, Hulk Hogan and his costumes and Ric Flair or even Sting. Like, look at his makeup from back then to where it changed. to. He looks like the crow, you know? Yeah. And like was, they all evolved into their new gimmick for the era, and it totally worked. And WCW was a, just an amazing time for wrestling. I think. I think it's the best. I mean, yeah, because it was. Uh, you're watching superheroes on TV. You know, you're a kid watching this shit, and you're like, you know, it was. It was. Uh, now you watch it, and it's like a soap opera, and I can't even follow it. You know, but yeah. shit, back then you could. Yeah, there's totally more agree. to it. I thought. Yeah, definitely more sustenance. Um, so what was? How old were you uh, when you were around Randy? I'd say about seven or eight years old, man. I was I was young, but um, it was such a big impact on my life. Com- you know, coming from here to there, mm-hmm. you know, I remember a lot, and that's why they called me in. They wanted to talk about photos and for this documentary on him. You know. Yeah, yeah, and we're going to put some of those photos up. I mean, obviously, uh, there'll be Go some ahead. in the promo. But, yeah, we'll share those with people so they can check them out. Um, it's just now, let me ask you this. Were you aware, were you a wrestling fan beforehand? And if we can kind of get in there briefly about your mom, how she got involved into the business. Yeah, I mean, I was a wrestling fan when I was a kid. I mean, I had this old PlayStation and, you know, Nintendo 64 and all that. And, 
you know, I remember uh, just playing those old games and seeing the wrestlers and stuff. But when it actually, when it all actually happened, you know, when she got with them, then that that was like a big, like holy shit! I'm we're actually going to be I'm going to be meeting you know Hulk Hogan and and his family and seeing Ric Flair and stuff. And then you know it was just shocking because you're not you don't you know it's just like you know the guys on your video game you're actually going to be meeting you yeah. know so. That yeah. was really cool. And I had him as action figures. I had the whole little ring and shit that came out with, you know? <laughs> yeah. So it was neat, you know? Yeah, man. Yeah. Totally. That had to be like mind blowing. Like as a kid, I don't It was. It was, it was really cool, man. I mean, it was, you know, I mean, just coming from Rockford and then all of a sudden you're living in St. Petersburg, Florida with Macho Man and then going out to dinner with Hulk Hogan and his family and shit. You're like, <laughs> you know, it's crazy, dude. Yeah, man. Uh, it's nuts. So how did Randy get acquainted with uh, your mother? My mom, she was dancing. When, that's how she, you know, her thing was, when she had, well, when she lived here in Rockford, you know, for her to get any work, she was a dancer out here. Right. And the work, you're talking fucking, you know, mid-90s. Mm-hmm. It was, you know, back then, yeah, there's good money in that shit compared to how it is now. Yeah. So, Basically, her and her friend decided just to get out of here and head south to Florida because I guess it was booming down there during the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was a lot of money to be made. So they both packed up their shit and headed out to Florida. And while she was dancing one night, Macho Man was in the club. And, <laughs> you know, back then, my, just, my was the, uh, uh, the 90s Dude, she image was- of... Yeah. Of what, you know, a blonde, fake tits, and, you know, (laughs) it's what what she had, dude. She's crazy. Uh, She looked like Gwen Stefani a lot, you know? Yeah. Your mother... She looked better than than Pamela Anderson. I will agree. You know... I, I'm gonna I'm gonna let you know this, and no disrespect to you, but your your no, mother was brother. a dime piece, you know. Like, and, hey, my my mom's my mom's nothing but rock and roll, dude. And she's got she's me and her in our relationship we have together. She's my best friend, so that's great. We've been we've been through it all. It's not like a mom and son's relationship like a lot of people through right. the entertainment business and the life that I've been through with her and Doyle and Macho Man and all this shit. We we're more of like best friends than anything. We talk about anything. That's you know, good, man. It's just, it's just how this is how the ball bounces on that, you know. It's, it's cool. Hell yeah, she's Dude, got I... she's got one. If anybody wants to make a movie of a of a woman that that really fucking had some, you know, a lifestyle of coming from jack shit to you know stardom and fame. And you know, she lived. She lived like anybody else does up here in the city, dude. Like yep. you start from you start in the fucking, you know, the ghetto, and fucking she lived it, man. And and shit, she fucking did it. You know, oh she yeah, ran with it. Yeah, I mean, dude. I mean, but there was there was love there, and with her and Macho, it was just there was things Macho ended up doing later on in their relationship, which went the way it went because. And that's all going to be on the A and E documentary. Check that shit out. March of next year. Oh yeah, <laughs> there's a lot of juicy shit, man. And there's <laughs> some things I don't even know about. Yeah, Juice Pro. I'm telling you. Hell yeah, you heard it here first. Pretty juicy. <laughs> I would like to keep it wet. So, uh, do you have any like vivid, like any memories that stand out the most, like with you and uh, Randy's interaction? Oh yeah, man. I mean, just you know, back then he had that he had a black Hummer. 
I mean, I could tell you shit like him picking me up from school. I went to school down there for a little bit. And, mm-hmm. you know, it was just kind of cool being a young kid, um, you know, like getting picked up even from him. Yeah. You know, because all the kids coming outside, everybody knows who the fuck he is. Mm-hmm. And it was just, it was just really shocking. And I, I mean, we went out to eat, like I said, again, with Hulk Hogan and his family. We did that a lot. We, um, he lived on, he lived out in a, like a condo mm-hmm. on the beach looking out yep. at St. Petersburg. And excuse me, but, uh, no, he, um, we used to go in his house and stuff and, and I mean, in his condo and look out at the ocean, we'd go to the ocean, walk the beach, you know, and, it was just like anything you would think. I mean, you know, I, I stayed at his mom and dad's house, like when they would go to uh, these wrestling shows. And he took me to a, a lot of different conventions that he did, autograph signings. Um, You know, I got a lot of different stories, dude. I mean, <laughs> you know, we were backstage and I'm meeting different wrestlers and stuff. And it was just, you know, it was, it was I mean, you got to imagine I'm eight years old involved yeah. in all this crazy shit. And it was really fast, but... Uh, you know, like I remember them seeing them guys on TV during the, like the Nickelodeon Slime Awards. Did you yeah. remember that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They, I love that shit. They did that, and I mean, that's just it was cool. You know, I mean, they were hanging out with everybody back in the nineties. I mean, they were chilling with Marilyn Manson, Chili Peppers, Kid Rock, all this, all these big fucking, uh, you know, people back then. I mean, yeah. it was it was crazy, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to say the yeah. least. God, God damn! <laughs> it was nuts, man. I mean, I, it's just there's a lot, you know. It's just uh, it's a cool part of my life. Hell yeah, man! I mean, that's that's just amazing. Um, so do you have? Is there any one wrestler in particular that you kind of like? Even maybe before, like you know, Randy was in your life. Like if you were involved or watching, Did I like, it, yeah. <laughs> Oh shit! Like, who's the one that roped you in? Oh man, I'd, I'd have to say uh, either either Sting or Goldberg. I like them guys a lot. Nice. Or Chris Jericho. I nice. like him a lot too. And the Dudley Boys. Yeah, dude. Fucking EC Duff. EC I like Doink the Clown. He was kick ass. Yeah, dude. He was. Actually, I met Doink the Clown. That's that's a real fucked up funny story too. Go ahead. Proceed. <laughs> oh man, you really want to hear that one? I do. We were at a uh, we were at a uh, it was a it was a wrestling show. This was like shit, man. I had been probably like in third or fourth grade, mm-hmm. and uh, my buddy back then, we didn't even know what the hell. Uh, uh, this is bad. We didn't even know what herpes was, <laughs> and he and he, yeah. and he got he had it on his face. But <laughs> I guess when he came, he, I guess when he came out the womb, it got on his face when oh, he was a kid. Yeah. So, so I remember we go to the uh, convention and we're, we're meeting Doink the Clown and you know I, I remember hearing his name and shit. So I'm excited to see him and stuff. Mm-hmm. And my buddy's right next to me. He's got this old nasty sore on his face. And Doink the Clown, uh, he's sitting there and he goes, he goes, "Hey, buddy, you know what? What is that? What, what's on your face?" And my buddy goes, "It's herpes." Oh. And Doink the Clown, I remember his face. He, 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 he turned over and looked at my mom like, like, what the fuck? <laughs> And back then, you know, we're so young, we didn't know what the fuck it was. And I look back on that, I'm like, oh, my God, dude. Like, (laughs) that's that's fucked up. (laughs) That's what we're looking for here at Juice Pro Wrestling. We need that juicy shit. That's pretty bad. Dude, so this was your buddy that had the herp? 
He's the perpetrator? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I ain't going to give no names out, man. Right. I love him. He's an old friend of mine. But I look back on that shit, and I'm like, oh, my God. Like, he got busted out know. by Doink the Clown, dude. Yep. <laughs> yep. That's, a, that's, an, that's an old one. Dude, so, yeah. uh, do you, I mean, you let you met a lot of wrestlers. I mean, you had to have. Uh, I know you, you sent me a bunch of pictures, and there was one with you with uh, Goldberg. Yeah. What'd you think about? Uh, did you c- catch any of his recent comebacks in the last couple of years? No, um, but I actually, um, I, I've been like watching a little bit of stuff. I've seen Steve Austin just is coming out with like a new series. Yeah, it's pretty dope. I just watched the first two episodes uh, yesterday. How was it, dude? It's cool. It's not long enough because imagine this. How fucking cool do you think it is to hang out with Steve Austin? It's that right. fucking. It's that fucking cool. Like my girlfriend oh, yeah. even said, like. You know, she was taking the dog out or doing something. She's like, hey, don't hit play on this because I need to watch this. Anything that guy does is fucking entertaining. And he's hanging oh, out yeah. with, like, Rob Riggle. Uh, the second one, he was hanging out with uh, Sal, what is it, Volcano or whatever from Impractical Jokers. You need to get, like, Mick Foley on this, man. That'd be amazing. Oh, well, Another big one that I, I really liked. Yeah, we definitely have plans, actually, this Sunday um, at Warrior Wrestling in uh, Chicago Heights, we're gonna be at the Fan Fest doing a live podcast where Mick is gonna be. He's uh, actually he's got a match with his uh, his son-in-law, almost son-in-law. They're not married yet, but uh, his daughter's with a guy named Frank the Clown. Wasn't wasn't that uh, that that they did that cage match back in the day? It was Mick Foley and Undertaker, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. He Hell got in the cell through that shit. Yeah, that was one of the most like. And when you look back on like the nineties, I always like remember that shit, dude. Like nineties were dangerous, dude. You know, it, whether it was music or your entertainment, it was fucking. It was a dangerous time, you know. Like I wish oh, sometimes yeah. it would return to that shit. I, I'm a I'm a nineties kid myself, man. I fucking loved every minute of it. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. What were uh what were going backstage though? Like, did you ever go into like nitro or anything like that? Yeah, man. I mean, I actually got to meet the Nitro Girls when I was a kid, and that was that was pretty far out. I mean, I was. What happened was they came out. Um, we were actually at the WCW. I think I think it was actually here at the Metro Center. Now they call it the BMO Harris. Okay, uh, it's a big place here. Yeah, but they actually came here to Rockford and they they did a show, and that's where I got to meet them all. And. I remember just being like, you know, this little shit, and I'm sitting in the middle of all the nitro girls, and I'm like, holy fuck, like. Whole you know, lot of I milk in that, that section. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was cool, man. Man. Is that what you mean by the nitro? Like, uh. Yeah, yeah, I mean, Monday Kevin, Nitro. Kevin Nash and everybody, right? No, yeah. NWO. Yeah. Well, no, yeah, they're all a part of the same thing. You know, Scott Hall, well, did you get to my, meet him? Yeah. My mom, she actually, she's got a hold of uh, Diamond Dallas Page not too long ago. Nice. He's in Georgia. Yep. He's doing like some kind of yoga thing now. Yeah, DDPY. <laughs> yeah, she went. She actually went to that and did a class and was talking to him because she wants to make a big book about all this stuff about Randy. And so she's, yeah, she talked to him and, um, and she's, you know, she did a couple conventions, not like in the last like two or three years. And she mm-hmm. got to see Kevin Nash again and everybody. And, you know, it's just everybody's getting older and shit, doing different things. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't, yeah. Uh, your mom's got her own. She's down south, right? No, she's actually in uh, New Jersey right now. But oh, we Jersey? were we were actually all down by uh, Pensacola for a little bit. Right on. 
Well, with that, let's transition into. So, how how long uh, was Randy and your mother together? Oh man, at least a couple of years. A couple I mean, years. Yeah, they were together a couple of years. See, that's where I'm really bad at putting things like a timeline of of months and oh, years. Like I'm good. horrible at that shit. But yeah, they were together for a couple of years. I want to say because the- through the um. Because we moved down there, you know, and he got us a house and stuff, you know, after we, when she was living in his condo mm. with him for a little bit, then he ended up actually getting us a house. And and then, uh, if you remember, the Misfits then did a skit with WCW where they came out. Yeah, with Vampiro. Yes, and that's when Mom met Doyle that night, and fucking fireworks went off. Nice. <laughs> so, I yeah, here's that a, here's it. A... That was, Quick thing as it relates to that story, real quick. If, if I may interject, yeah. Um, so I played with Doyle once up here. Uh, that's probably oh, yeah. about two years ago. And uh, I remember yeah. walking in and huge. And this was after I'd just seen the Misfits in Chicago. I'm sure you were there, right? The first time at Riot Fest. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, so I'd just seen them were there. Were they headlined? Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. like the second Rob Zombie opened up for him. Yeah, yeah, and actually, I'm not a huge Rob Zombie guy. I like White Zombie, but uh, he actually had a pretty yeah. damn good show. Um, oh yeah, huge. So man, I'm fucking up front. I got my ass fucking demolished in the pit. You know, like sixty thousand mm-hmm. people. But uh, I had a great time. So and then, like maybe a month after, we play with Doyle at this venue out here. I walk right. in, I get there early, and right where everybody's going to be standing for the night. I walk in, Doyle's standing there, and he's got a fucking weight bench, and he's just pumping iron. And I'm like, walking, like this. Is oh so, yeah, this is so fucking tough right now, dude. I was like, oh I, yeah, I, dude. I was just fucking. He's a beast. Yeah, dude. He's ripped up like shredded wheat. He's, he's the monster man. Yeah, yeah. And he's vegan. All he eats is beans. <laughs> pork and beans. He's good. No pork. He's uh, he only say your body's your temple. Yeah. And so that's that's what he uh, that's what he does, man. Yeah, 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 and man, he's fucking doesn't fuck around. No, he's jacked. But it was cool to see him uh, in there, fucking lifting. He and doesn't. Then... He doesn't do. He doesn't do any roids. He don't do nothing. He doesn't fucking take supplements or nothing. He drinks his protein and he eats his beans yeah. <laughs> and he just lifts. Yeah, and dude. He, you know, it's I old school, before, man. I said, man. I asked him before. I said, I said, how the hell? I mean, what's the secret? And he goes, you have to work out every day. He yeah. goes, don't, don't let one day slip. You got to do it every day like you're drinking water. And that's what he said. Yeah. Dude, it was so awesome to see him in there lifting. And then, like, he'd get through with a few reps and instruct his band members, like, hey, it's your fucking turn, you know? And that's when yeah. I, I walked in there. Like I said, I was the first. I was early as fuck because it was my whole intention, like, to meet him and, like, say what up. Um, so I walk up to him, like, hey, man, like, what's up? You know, that's who I am. Like, and I thanked him for like, hey, man, you know, the Misfits gig, that was like a dream come true. You know, I never thought I would see OG right. Misfits, you know, and I'd seen the other Misfits back in. Uh, well, one, of the, one two- of the biggest things, too, that I learned, too, was like, you know, f- through him was everybody thinks that rock and roll is about getting, you know, fucked up, sex, drugs and rock and roll. You know, it's not like that. Some if you want it to be a career. You gotta be straight edge because some of the most punk rock bands like that you know of, they're straight edge. Like Henry Rollins, Black Flag, yep. the Ramones, fucking all them dudes, man. Like they, they stuck to a uh, a format to where you know it was business, man. It was 
getting out there and doing the shit and keeping your mind and your body, you know, to, to where you can be rock and roll, not just be the fucking Sid Vicious and look like an asshole, yeah. you know, who can't even uh, play his fucking uh, instrument. Or, or Lance you know? Daly. But here's the thing, Lane Staley, he'd get all fucking doped up on H and still sing his ass off, though. God damn. Oh, uh, I know. But, you know. I, 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 love, I love Alice in Chains, too. Huge. I, I'm a 90s baby, man. You know, I love all that shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love that's That's my shit, too, man. Um, oh, yeah. But, yeah, Doyle, he was super cool, man. He was very pleased to say, hey, thanks, man. Thanks for coming I got nothing, nothing but respect for him, man, you know, and all the family. So, uh, and Doyle's got a, he's, him and uh, your mother have a kid together, right? Yeah, yeah. Got a little sister. Nice. Yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. That's I mean, <laughs> come on, that's fucking awesome. So, uh, and they were they were married for quite a while, right? Oh yeah, Shit, yeah. Fucking at least thirteen years. Yeah, they did. I uh, mean, gorgeous they, Frankenstein. Yeah, yeah. That was a bombshell. Fucking. They um. Well, you know, my mom was a huge part of getting Doyle back on his career. I mean, you know, she talked to the people, talked to Danzig, because if you remember through the Misfits era, they had that split back yep. in the 90s and through with Michael Graves yeah. and all that. And, you know, it was just, uh, Ma helped him out, man. You know, she helped him get his ass back on track. And, you know, it's just sometimes there's more to it than just the, you know, what you see you don't believe everything you read yeah, yeah you for know sure. just, everybody's got lives yeah you know that's the one thing you know we don't like spreading lies here like probably the only media source that does it hey man i i try to keep it as real as fuck like keep them lies out, oh, yeah. out the door well you know? everything it, it's all been real it's just you know just it's like anybody else in a relationship you yep. know you got to figure out what what works and what going. doesn't yeah exactly um, so your time with Doyle, do you have any, uh, like cool fond stories? Like one in particular that stands out. That's just like, man, this was a fucking awesome moment, moment with the monster. Oh, man. Yeah. I mean, I mean, they, we did shows with him, you know, later on in my life with my band, mm. my old band, uh, Sleaze. We got to, you know, do many gigs with him around the Midwest. And, uh, that was really cool. That was recent. Um, you know, and just a lot of us just going to see him at, at his shows. Like, we just actually, me and my girlfriend recently just went and seen him at the Allstate, you know, and he, uh... Oh, yeah, I was there kid, for that. I mean, for we, the Misfits? The, what's that? You're talking about from the Misfits, right? Yeah, yeah. With it's Fear? From the Allstate. Yeah, I was there, man. It was fucking awesome. Hell, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, as being a kid, shit, we used to, you know, we'd have Glenn Danzig come over to the house and eat spaghetti and meatballs with him. Like, Are you talking about Glenn Calzon? <laughs> yeah, it, <laughs> Me and my I drummer mean, got a joke because his name's what was Anzalone or whatever. Glenn's real yeah. name. We always call him Glenn Calzon. <laughs> yeah, I mean, That's we. I mean, dope. I I lived, you know, shit. I mean, he was he was the closest thing I ever had to a dad. I mean, he, uh, you know, there's just so many conversations and times that we would just talk about these things and. Like, you know, obviously, you know, personal, but it's, it's, you know, it was like, uh, what you need when you don't have a father, you know, he's my stepdad, but he's more of a father to me than the real, you know, the sperm donor, <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's, uh, we got, uh, yeah. You need more people so, like that in the world, man. You know, when, when there's young we, kids. We, through, uh, through his, through, uh, his, his divorce with my mom, 
Mm. You know, we kept a good relationship, and that was the key because, you know, even though my mom and him have their differences, I wanted to make sure, like, you know, okay, I got my little sister in this, so I wanted yeah. to make sure that my uh, my ties with that with the family of the misfits, you know, that it's it's all it's all real, and I'm still there. And we've kept it like that since their divorce, and that was over eight years ago. You know, yeah. and that's why I can still go see him. I can call him. I can write him right now, and he, he responds back to me. You know, it's like because we keep that con- we keep that connection. Yeah. You know, I just seen him shit a couple months ago. You know. Yeah, I saw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, every <laughs> time I see you with them backstage, every time they're around, you know. I'm Bob Sullivan, the new host of AARP's The Perfect Scam Podcast. And with Frank Abagnale and other top fraud experts, we're bringing you brand new episodes of America's most shocking scam stories. I got an email alerting me to 22 accounts that had been opened up in my name. Scam was masterfully designed. New episodes available now. Subscribe to The Perfect Scam Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Two kinds of bacon and all kinds of delicious. Say hello to Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Uh, you know, just I, I don't like any bullshit. I like to keep everything real, you know. Yeah, we're one in the Hell same, yeah. brother. I I got a funny Hell story yeah. for you, real quick too, about uh about D. I hit him up. Uh, we were supposed to play again here in September. Um, I think it was like the twenty first or twenty seventh. We're actually where we're located is uh the Hobart Art Theater, and uh, mm-hmm. shout out to my boy Shane who now owns that place. I mean, dude, they're they're having a lot of cool bands and shit come through. So it was gonna be like. Us, um, Doyle, another band, I don't remember their name. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Yeah. Um, but uh, so I hit Doyle up and I'm like, dude, like our studio is literally like a two second walk next door. Let's fucking mm-hmm. do something. And uh, right. I told him who we were, you know, my name, Juice Pro Wrestling. And like we are based in wrestling, but it's a lot deeper. You know, obviously you could tell we're sitting right. here, we're you talking. Cover a lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah. So he's like, I tell him that and he's like, his response was classic. I, I think I sent you the screenshot, did I? I was yeah, like, yeah. well, he's like, I fucking hate wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I, I didn't take yeah. it. I didn't take in any ill will. I laughed my <laughs> ass off, dude. And I just put LOL, like, right on, man. No problem, dude. Yeah. And then, that's like, short, short and simple with a lot of his things, man. You oh, know? yeah. I've seen a lot of his interviews, man. He, he is, you know, so I was kind of worried. About okay, so I do get an interview with them. Like, I, you know, what I was worried about, I was like, you know what, fuck it, man, because I'm not everybody else. I'll just be myself. Like, hey, man, here it is. Here's what right, I gotta ask yeah. you. Like, if we're cool, if we're not, you know, fucking tell me. Um, but then a day later, he hits me up. He's like, that's, you know, that was a wrong, like, that was too strong of a thing for me to say. He's like, I don't hate it. You know, it is real, right? <laughs> like, he was still kind of like fucking with me a little bit. But he's like, I, yeah. I wouldn't say I hate it. I'm just, you know, I'm not really into it. But if you want to do a show, you know, just pretty much read your shit, know your shit, and don't ask any stupid questions, and I'll be down. You know? Right. And I, I was like, that. Yeah, you got to catch him, catch him out when he's on tour with his band. 
Oh yeah. He'd probably be down to do something like that, you know? Yeah. He's just, he's, he's very, uh, you know, he sticks to a, his format, you know? And, and yeah, he ain't got time for bullshit. You know, I get it. Like yeah. all, all those dudes. Um, what, so what was it like hanging out with Glenn? Because he's another guy that gets this, uh, bad rap as a fucking dickhead. And I, my, oh, my man. thing's always. Glenn, Glenn's the godfather, brother. He's he the is. godfather. I've like, always I've defended nothing, him. Nothing but, nothing but great thing to say to him. I love all his work. Yes. I mean, goddamn, he's a genius. He's the black Elvis, you know. Yes, he's he the, is. Evil Elvis. I got, I got nothing bad to say about Glenn. Um, I mean, being a kid, I just remember vaguely. Um, I have a funny story on that, that happened to me recently with Glenn. Well, not too recent, but a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. But I remember as a kid, we just, we, we, he'd come over, we'd eat dinner together. You know, we went out to eat with him, stuff like that, you know. So, but then so was, this was still, uh, not, and not to cut you off, Isaac, but this was, so uh, Doyle wasn't, cause he got, he went left the Misfits too after like Graves and shit, right? Yeah. You know, he had well, a falling out. Kinda, it was all kind of just crumbling at that era. Yeah. Yeah. But so, but Doyle was still hanging, kicking it with Glendon. Well, there was some meetings, I want to say, and there was talk, but there, what, nothing was too finalized or set in stone. You know, there was things. It was just... Well, uh, I just, I don't mean business-wise, but I'm just saying, like, and I always heard this. I thought they were always pretty much cool. Like, Glenn was, because, you know, I know oh, Doyle yeah. would Glenn, always Glenn come up, Doyle, yeah. do, like, the Glenn legacy tour or some shit, you know? Yeah, Glenn with Doyle, he was always fine. I just think that, again, like, earlier, my mom, she did put a lot of... Uh, you know, connected the dots again on rebuilding that kind of, uh, you know, that thing with them guys. Right. With Glenn and Doyle and all that, you know. I mean, she's got a lot to say on that one, but, you know. So anyway, go. I'm sorry to cut you off, lose your train of thought. I know you got that high life kicking. I'm kicking up. You know, I just had to pull a case of the Tecate. <laughs> nah, I'm, I'm good over here, brother. I'm just chilling. I'm enjoying it. Yeah, hey, yeah. Go away, dude. Like, um, I'm... I'm Juice Pro, baby. Get <laughs> yeah. juicy. <laughs> Wad I'm up. Wad I'm up. Um, going back uh, into that story uh, you were going to tell about Glenn. You said he had a funny story oh, from a couple this years was, ago. This was, fu- this was, yeah, this was a good one. We, uh, well, they played at the House of Blues in Chicago. Yep. And, and um, well, what happened was we were backstage and I had my buddy with me. My buddy at the time, and he's like damn near seven foot tall, you know, and I'm, I'm barely like six foot, you know, with Rick Smith. (laughs) (laughs) This dude, Hey, we're walking upstairs Mm. to go, go in the Doyle's uh, dressing room where everybody was at. We're, we're behind the curtain, like where you can go up there and all that. And well, I I think we were up there for a bit talking to Doyle and whatever. And we wanted to go back down and uh, hit the, hit the bar and get a drink. So, we're walking down the stairs, and Glenn Danzig is walking up the stairs with his security guys, his security guards next to him, you know. And these yeah. guys are like, these guys are huge, man. And here comes Glenn, and you know, and Glenn looks like he's about five foot. He's a small guy. I ain't trying to talk shit, but he's walking up the, the stairs. And this was this was funny as fuck. I, cause I, I look at him, I'm like. I'm like Glenn Danzig because like because you know we're walking down the stairs and it's been forever since I seen him. I was a kid since I seen him again, you know. Yeah. And he's walking upstairs and um, I put my hand out. I'm like Glenn Danzig, and you and here's what got me. I I really thought that he was gonna have that voice, you know that 
that mother, you know, that <laughs> fucking dark voice, you know, yeah. that 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 low voice, and he goes. I go, I'm Glenn Danzig, nice to meet you. And he puts his hand out, and I go, holy shit. Oh, it, it scared it shocked me, dude. I was like, holy, I wasn't expecting his his voice to sound like that, you know? Yeah, he's kind of got I mean, a little maybe, bit of maybe, a... Maybe he was warming up for something beforehand. I don't know what it was, but yeah. it was like a Kermit, it was like Kermit the Frog, dude. And I was like, holy fuck. I was like, oh, my God. I look at my buddy. My buddy, he was, so, he was just, like, shocked. He couldn't believe that he even... It was in front of Glenn Danzig. You know, he didn't. He didn't say a fucking word. Yeah. But it was just. It was cool, man. It's one of the things, dude. You're like, holy fuck, dude. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> my drummer shout out to Brad Vandersee. I mean, he's had opportunity to meet Glenn a, a few times, and fuck if Glenn. He probably. Knew. You know, he could have been doing something. He could have been fucking practicing or something. Maybe his voice don't yeah. sound like that. But I don't know. It was just one of them things. I said, holy. <laughs> was cool. What the fuck? <laughs> One of them things you just kind of remember, you know, like, a little yeah. little story. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that was a couple of years ago. You, uh, but you've hung out yeah. with Glenn on a, a couple of occasions with Doyle, then. Yeah, when I was young, you know, not not actually together because, like, you know, they did the All State Arena show recently. Yeah, and yeah. they all got their they all got their own dressing rooms, you know. And oh man, really. You know, yeah, everybody's got their own uh, security, their own dressing rooms. And to get to one area, you got to go through 30 other fucking security guards. Yeah. And you're lucky to get halfway through. It's like a giant maze, you know? Yeah, fuck that shit. I mean, it's even cool. If, even, but if, it, even if, even if, I'm sorry. It's like, it's like even if you're, you know, you're telling these security guys, hey, man, you know, I got my, my, you know, all access pass. Here it is. You know, just because they got their authority, they're going to be like, ah, you're going to sit here and wait. Ah, you know, like a fucking like, Fuck. cop. Yeah, man, it's stupid. But, Dick you know, that's what they do. Credits. It's got a, it's, it's all a system, man. Yeah. It's a business. It's legit. Yeah, yeah. Did you get to meet Dave Lombardo? <laughs> no, uh-uh, no. But actually, during the Riot Fest, um, I mean, all Lamb of God, dude. I mean, I, I seen Lamb of God back there. I, actually, I ran into John Five. That was a, that's another good one. Really? During the riot during the riot fest show, we we got there early and it was all you could drink, you know, VIP. So we're behind the stages, me and my cousin, drunk, and, drunk know, in co- five minutes. <laughs> well, well, my cousin, he's also you know really connected with Doyle too. Nice. And we're back there and we're fucking just having a ball, man, you know. We're like, dude, we're here, let's get let's get it down. So we're we're throwing shots back and shit. It's all free. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah. And and I'm walking behind the stage and I ran into Man Cow and I've already met I, I did I did an interview with him a while back yeah. in Chicago. Oh man, come on. Not too, not too fond of him. <laughs> well, I, I fucking him. I'm not too you know what? I don't fucking like him either. He eats his guy. I used to listen to Man. I used to listen to Man Cow, dude, in the morning. Yeah. I used to go, listen, I was, listen here. I'm was, 62 and I got jet black goatee. Yeah, yeah. And I yeah. fixed my bald hey. spot. Hey, turd. And I'm sitting. I'm sitting in my car smoking my damn cigarettes. And I was like, man. I was like, one day I hope I get to meet this fucker. Yeah. And I meet him. He puts me in his show. We go to Fox Studios in Chicago. We're in the fucking thing. Mm-hmm. And the guy was a total asshole. Yeah. Dude, he, he he made us. He made me and my band look like fucking dumb shits. And yep. then. Literally, literally, after the camera shuts off, he's like, "Oh, hey, you guys are great. Hey, you want me, you want me to take you out for dinner?" And it's like, "Motherfucker!" Like, Wait, you want like, me to choke I, you out for dinner, fucking man cow Muller? So, so I'm back. I'm back behind the stage at Riot Fest. I run into man cow. I tell him to go fuck himself. <laughs> and I'm walking. High five. I'm walking down. 
Yeah, I'm walking down the fucking thing, and I straight up, like, shoulder check a fucking dude. Yeah. And I turn back, because I'm fucking heated, because, like, I'm already, I'm probably, like, a couple Jack and Cokes, man, yeah, like, yeah. I already threw back. I shoulder check a dude just on accident, just by walking. I turn around, it's fucking John 5, dude. <laughs> hey, 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 I fucking, hey, I dropped my shit. I was like... Holy oh. fuck! I'm like John fucking five. I love you. Yeah. I'm like, oh my god. Oh my god. I, like, I told my cousin, take a fucking picture, and I'm cheesing like a motherfucker. And that was just that was just cool. Yeah, except <laughs> you know? that you fucking you, you thought you were playing hockey with John Five there. Oh for no, a no, no. I told him. I told him I'm sorry. You know, he he smiled. He gave me a hug. And I nice. was like, holy shit. I was like, I was like, dude. You know, Doyle's my dad. I'm like. Fuck, we have a painting of yours in our bathroom and the nice. house. Like, yeah, so it was cool. Fuck, man, cow, dude. And I'm glad you said that because, dude, you know how many years I like listen to this guy, like, come on the show? It's like, oh, he we sucks. got someone here. He and he would be he like hyping his, this person he just take to take his fucking spot. I already like you. I, I've already liked you <laughs> way more than him. Take his fucking job. Hey, it'll happen. <laughs> oh, yes. It Hell will yeah. Happen. Start the petition. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, fuck it. Hey, man, Kyle Muller, if you're out there listening, how how's life on that political oh AM station? <laughs> you <laughs> pussy. <laughs> oh, did you just call me a pussy? Oh, <laughs> fuck that guy. Yeah, he's a, he's a dick. I heard him dog a lot of his listeners, you know, and like, oh, oh this guy's fucking it, stupid. Oh. It was just so it was just so unneeded, dude. It's like we come out there, we just want to talk. You yeah, know, it's like here we are, just a bunch of kids in a rock band and. Yeah. Fucking dude, come on, man. Who who, nope. who gives a shit about you, dude? Why are you going to dog us? And, and <laughs> right. You look like a fucking old washed up ass. But all right. <laughs> he looks uh, like he looks like a piece of shit. <laughs> he did. He did take me out though. He said, "Hey, you all want to have some uh, some some lunch?" So we we went on his dime and yeah, I would have totally to did that. Mr. Beefs. This is sponsored oh, by yeah. Mr. Beefs. Mr. Beefs is good. It, they are good. That's good Italian. Mm-hmm. Good time to be tagged them guys too, Mr. Beast, rock and roll. Hell yeah. <laughs> rock and roll. Fuck rock and roll. Yeah, dude, Mr. Beast. I'm Amen. Italian. I got that Sicilian blood pooping through my veins, brother. Uh Hell I love yeah. that shit, man. Fuck yeah. Hey, oh, so yeah. uh you know, we've talked a little bit about Doyle now. Um we we've talked about the macho man. Is there anybody else, I mean, in, like, that circle of, you know, like, people that you've gotten to meet that you're just, like, you're still cool with, that you fucking talk to, that's, like, wow, this was a, you know, even as a fan, like, a pretty fucking special moment for you, or? Oh, yeah, I mean, I still, like, you know, all the rest of the guys, like, me and Dr. Chud, we still talk. Nice. Michael Graves. I, I just played a show with him at the Livewire Lounge in oh, Chicago. Nice, yeah, we'll be, years a, ago. Dude, we'll be at Livewire uh, Handsome Prick September 21st if you ain't doing shit. Hey, rock and roll. Hey, uh, I like that place. Do you know what happened, though? What's up? We got done. We got done playing the show. Literally, our last song. I think somebody lit off a stink bomb while oh. we were in there to clear out the venue, <laughs> and it, it fucking it was it was raunchy, but uh, it did the job. As a crab, get the fuck out of there. <laughs> get the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> but me and me and Michael, we talked, and and uh, it was good catching up with him. You know, it's like yeah. I mean, you know, I, I'd really like to get in contact with Hulk Hogan though, because. I think if, 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 you know, I know he's still living down in Florida yeah, he's and Tampa he, boy. He's, he's actually, he's actually a part of this uh, documentary as well. I, they showed me clips of him. No shit. He's going to be, he, he's in this, um, 
So is uh, God, uh, what's his name? Oh damn, it ain't Bret Hart. It's uh, damn, I got Shawn Michaels. Well, I'm clueless right now. No, not Shawn Michaels. It was the uh, they got Larry the King lawyer in it. Jerry, uh, Jerry. Hey, I like Jerry. I like Larry the King though. I like <laughs> Larry, Larry. <laughs> Jerry the King. They got uh, best of both worlds. Dang it! I wish I remembered the other guy. What? God, what's he, he like? Describe describe him to me. Russian? Short guy. Short guy. Uh, wore glasses. He kind of had like a a mullet, but it was uh kind of like a pompadour. Oh, oh, the uh, hey baby, it's the mouth of the south, Jimmy Hart, baby. Jimmy Hart, yeah, there we yeah. go. We got Jimmy Hart. In it. Hashtag Jimmy Hart. There we go. I said Bret Hart. Jimmy Hart. <laughs> yeah, I I kind of so. figured once you said that, I was like, it gave it away. Yep. So he's in it, and. I, uh, well, the whole reason why this whole documentary, I mean, I was shocked because they, they called my mom out. She was, she was in New Jersey. So I took her to New York mm-hmm. and put her up in the penthouse, freaking nice ass thing. Uh, and the reason why the whole Billy Corgan thing came out was because there's a lot of promo, uh, banners and shit around there with his face on it with this. So I think he's somehow connected with this whole documentary because he's a huge wrestling fan, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and he, like and, I said, he owns the NWA, the National Wrestling Alliance now. Yeah, so, so, um, yeah, I mean, and I talked to their, his a, well, their A&R rep, mm-hmm. and they said he's connected to it, so, yeah, so they, they uh, she did her interview, and they called me up, like, I guess, like, several weeks later, and was like, hey, you know, where are you located, and we'll come out to you, if you got some photos, do you want to talk a little bit about things i said sure go ahead <laughs> yeah just went, just went with it you know yeah my name's isaac who the hell are you <laughs> did you give him that bart uh, simpson <laughs> yeah hell yeah <laughs> <laughs> i mean i mean i was just a young little shit back then but you know i was around the the you know the circle you know yeah it, I mean, cool. it doesn't matter you know i mean you're you're still around it dude you fuck man <laughs> that's crazy that's that's living the dream i mean and not only you know, it's like Van Halen, best of both worlds. <laughs> the fucking, you get the Macho Man, you get fucking Doyle, dude. That was a bad uh, Van Halen one, but whatever. You know what's really cool? I still have both their action figures, so it's like, hey, that's kind of neat. <laughs> you got, oh, you got the Doyle too? The fucking what? Oh yeah, dude. What it was? A, Come on. Like the it was like a doll though, right? Like a Barbie doll. Yeah, they used to, they they used to sell my hot topic. He came in the coffin case, yep. the electric yep. guitar. Yep. I got all that. Yeah. I used to have a bunch of those old WCW ones from Toy Biz who ended up was, becoming Marvel was, toys. What was really dope is when they came out with those uh, skateboards that they were pushing oh, out for a while. They came yeah. out with a bunch of uh, old school old school decks and shit. Yeah, yeah, man. They got a lot of really cool. A lot of guys are doing that now, whether it's bands and, uh, I mean, you know, I've seen like the Sam Hain, uh, Doyle, Misfits. Danzig, uh, there's even like wrestlers now, like Schlack. He's a big deathmatch guy in GCW. He's had a couple of skate decks. They're pretty fucking dope. Like, yeah, that's a big Heck deal, yeah. man. Yeah, that's fun. So let's get you into know? your band a little bit, man. Your musical career. So, you know, oh. you, you're all grown up now. You a big boy. You play. You play hey. music. Uh, what? What was? Uh, is that something you've always aspired to do? Like, what was your? Oh yeah. You you my graduated high school and you said you know what the fuck am I gonna do with my life or? Uh, I got in high school. I did a lot of sports growing up. Like I was in baseball, wrestling, all that shit. And I got nice. in high school and I was like, well, you know, fuck this. 
I want to start a rock band. And yeah, yeah. Here, here in uh, Rockville, Illinois, it's really big on metal. A lot of thrash metal. Fuck yeah. Uh, which, which I mean, I, I love thrash metal. I love old school metal and all that. Shit, it's just I can't do it. <laughs> you know, I can't mm. do the death growls, bro. Mm. I'm, I'm, I can, I can only, ang- I can just yell like I'm angry. And yeah. so I, I mean, again, '90s grunge era, all that shit I grew up on. Mm-hmm. And uh, who's your favorite band said, ever? Oh man, dude! I, I know that's all. a dumb I mean, question because I just said on the show last week, like I hate it when people ask me who's my favorite ever because I always give five answers. Yeah, you change my mind every five minutes, please. Yeah, I love I love the greats, man. I, what I wanted was I wanted to have a band where I can have like the sound of the of the greats, like put some Zeppelin, put some fucking you know Pink Floyd, put some Jimi Hendrix, some Sabbath. Mm-hmm. You know, and then mix it with like some fucking Manson, some Tool, some fucking, you know, Alice in Chains, Pearl Jam, shit like that. And I want to just blend it all up in a blender and fucking whatever come out is what the sound I wanted, you know? Yeah. And I just, I, I wanted it to be also, I was a huge fan of Guar. Yeah. Me and Dave Brocky, like we were tight. Nice. You know, I mean, he was a big R. fan R. of Sleaze too. Yeah. Yeah, man. He was a big fan of Sleaze and, Fucking, I loved what he did with his latex and his, you know, his stage shows. And I wanted Sleaze to be like a fucked up carnival show. Like I wanted fucking clowns, strippers, fucking aliens, fucking midgets (laughs) with just just some heavy, heavy stoner fucking metal shit playing, you know? Have you heard of, uh, sorry to interrupt you. Have you heard of the, uh, the Lagunitas beer circus? No, I have not. So Lagunitas has been doing a thing. It started in Petaluma, California. Now that they have their Chicago location, they do it in Chicago and Petaluma. Uh, but the, I think it was just this weekend, and it's pretty much like, oh, yeah. I think it's more like carnival music. So it's like kind of like yeah. old-timey tin shit, like steampunk shit. But otherwise, so the music is different. I love steampunk, ministry, fucking sick puppies, all that shit. Yeah, yeah. but they was- still like, uh, like look it up, because there might be something maybe you could pitch to like play uh play at the event because it's uh, it's my, awesome my it's guys, everything we, you just we, it's everything you just described we, yeah we split up though last 2017 so the guys they just they wanted to fall into that thrash metal stuff and, and you know they they took off and did their own thing but you know is i was in that group for shit almost 10 years Damn. but i had a good run man i mean we toured we went coast to coast we, we you know we were national yeah you know we had we had a great run man i we played countless amount of shows and awesome. it was great. I, I cut three records with them. It was just, you know, it was the same lineup too for that, for that long. And wow, I mean, some people can't, amazing, some people can't, dude. especially yeah, some people can't music. pull it off. Yeah. Yeah. And fuck, even Doyle was sad when the fucking band split because you know what, what it is, is, is here's what, here's what it comes down to me in a nutshell. When you go see a band, you're paying to go see kind of like a, like a it's a show, man. A it's spectacle. a movie. It's a fucking, right. it's a, it's a thing in front of you. And right. if you go and you see the same band, you know, or, you know, the next band that comes up, is going to sound just like the same. There's nothing. There's no, where's the fucking, where's the, where's the pizzazz, you know? Yeah, right. And I want shit that's going to be the shock appeal. And I didn't, I wanted to be different to stand out and to make it. Cause that's what sleaze was to me. Sleaze was, was free. I mean, it's fucking, we live in Rockford. Rockford's a sleazy fucking city, you know? Yeah. 
and it was just I wanted anything to go, and I guess we just couldn't see eye to eye on on them things. So yeah, that's how that it. went. Yeah, ten years is a great run, man. Oh yeah, I oh think... yeah, man. I wouldn't change it for the world, brother. I had a great time. Fuck yeah, but now you're you're on your own, do, cutting your own shit, right? Yeah, you know, I mean, I went down south and I got away, and I, I needed it because. I kind of realized something about like the musicians that are down in the fucking boonies of like New Orleans and like these metals. Like I love, I hate God. Yeah, you know, yeah. corrosion conformity. All these bludgy, yes, fucking COC, all yeah. that shit that comes from fucking the boonies of the nowhere. Mm-hmm. You know the the fucking bayou. So I go down there to get away from this fucking fast shit that's up here. And these musicians are so constant with like, and I, and that, there's my mentality. I'm like, Oh yeah. You know, I was so fast with everything. Hey, we got to get in here we got to do this. We got to book this, you know? So I go down there and I meet these musicians, dude, and they're fucking phenomenal. And they're writing metal. They're writing hard rock and they're just fucking out of this world. They sing so good. They can play fucking amazing. And here I am bringing my, this mentality of, so being so fast with everything, I'm like, I'm talking to these guys. I'm like, Hey dude, you guys need to recut this shit. Y'all need to go in the studio. And they're just like, they look at me and they're like, does it really fucking matter? Like, <laughs> and when they said, when they said it to me, I was like, it's like, it's like a fucking atomic bomb went off in my brain. I was like, Holy fuck. Yeah. You know, does it really fucking matter? I'm like, they're just writing music to have fun. Yeah. And that's what I, that's what I, please I, themselves. I, I went, I went down there to find that again, mm-hmm. and I did it, and that's why I wrote this fucking new, this new song, these new songs, and all of it is just some four chord bangers, you know, but just structured differently, just structured like, like a song, you know, because our well, it's old what, shit it's, was just so. Yeah, but at huh? the end of the day, Isaac, it, I mean, it's it's what you wanted, you know. So oh, of course, and of here's, course. and I, I checked it out, I jammed it, I liked it, man. It's so good job on that shit, it's man. Just, it's just some grungy, it's just some grungy four chord bangers, man. I was just having fun with it, you know. Yeah, and that's all. all that's all that fucking matters, you know. It's not like, hey, and yeah. if people like it, great. If people don't, then whatever. That's fucking great too. It's same thing here. If people like to, our shit, I used to great. always, I used to always think this, man. When I was in sleaze and all that shit was going, I'd have more people write me paragraphs of shit sometimes about how they didn't like my music, and then I'd write them back and I'd say, you know what? Look what you just wrote me. How much time did you take yeah. you out of your life you're, to write me that? That relates just to the same thing as wrestling, where it's like, I don't fucking like this guy. It's like, hey, it, you did something to that person because they're get, you're getting a reaction. You know? Oh, yeah. No, I, I'd write him back. I'd say thank you. I, I, I'd say thank you for, for, this, for this message because I took about 20 minutes out of your motherfucking life to write me <laughs> how much you hate my shit. I love you. Have a good night. Yeah, <laughs> you know? dude. Yeah, and at the end of the day, hey man, controversy creates cash. If they don't fucking like you, like, guess what? They're gonna go talking all kinds of shit to their buddies right. or whatever, and then their buddies are gonna be like, "Oh, well, let me check it out." And their buddies may even like it. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's how that shit the works. Hard, I think the hardest part about it, being a musician is is releasing your music, and mm. once you can fucking do that, you know, just because one person down the road don't like it, there's gonna be fucking ten other people ahead of them that do. Oh you know? yeah. It's one thing too. You got as an artist, you got to brush off your shoulder. You know, I've been, you know, you've seen us live. You know, what we're about. You know, we're in the death grind game, so it's not like we're uh, topping any fucking Billboard charts or anything. There's a lot of motherfuckers that, oh, you're just a guy that growls. I can't understand you. 
It's music, like music is music is just like a piece of it's 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 a piece of art, dude. Mm-hmm. Like if you can pick up that paintbrush and paint a fucking picture, yeah. There you go. I mean, look at Frank Zappa. You think he gave a fuck when anybody thought of his shit? No, I did. love that. You know, I love you for saying so, that. Thank you. So he didn't <laughs> give a fuck. He just made it because he wanted to. Yeah, and he was good. You know, he was able to do it. Fuck, and he, he wrote a lot of, a lot he wrote of, a lot of this stuff while he's sitting on the toilet taking a shit. He know? did. Come he on. did. I have yeah. posters of that. <laughs> That's fucking great. Are you a Zappa fan yourself? I take it. I love him. It's amazing. Yeah. I actually. I actually met his son. Yeah, Dweezil. Zap, was it Dweezil, right? Yep. In the set set of Ready to Rumble, I was there. Oh, you were there and, on uh, the. Oh fuck, man! Yeah, he just I got I got cost the yourself You're about fifteen it. more yeah. minutes of discussion time. You'll see the picture. I was there. I met David Arquette. Nice. You know he's uh, still wrestling, fun. right? Oh yeah, that's what he, he ran with it, which I thought that was great. Yeah, I thought, he, I thought that was kick ass. He actually went with it. Mm-hmm. But uh, no, I mean he was really nice. I uh, I remember meeting him and being on set, and it was so funny because I remember going inside the the beginning of Ready to Rumble where Macho Man and Mom they're in the uh, you know you got what did you say you got uh I don't know I'm thinking of fucking Spider Man when he said you got two <laughs> minutes or three minutes of <laughs> Boots on McGraw yeah Boots yeah. was ready yeah. <laughs> yeah. no nah, it wasn't that it wasn't that but no it was cool because I went in the gas station it was all set you know. Oh and no! I know what you're talking about. At the beginning, at the beginning yeah. In the, in the yeah. beginning, yeah. Where he smells his... slushy when it smells like shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Good I God. went in there and I went. It was all. It was all a set. And I think mm-hmm. we were in Arizona when we. It was. It was just like a fucking giant like building that we went into, and it was all. It was like. It was like you're going outside. Like you're going in this building, and it's all outside. Like there's a street, a fucking. You know, it, it looks like it's filmed, like it's outside at some gas station, but no, it's all it's all fucking a set, dude. No shit. Yeah, and I love that movie. It is a great movie. You know what? It, it I, is. It's underrated. It actually is a fucking good It's a phenomenal movie. movie. Yeah. You know what? If you have the but DVD, the, I got the DVD at home. I me just too. Found, I just found it like uh, like a month ago. It has a, one <laughs> of the, cool. I always loved that it has one of the special features on it is a compilation of low blows. So it's like five minutes <laughs> of yeah, every of every nut shot. Yeah, because yeah. they always work. Hey, here's here's a funny little tidbit about the fucking thing though. Randy did get kicked in the fucking nuts, and it really dropped his ass, dude. It was really? an accident <laughs> in the fucking film. He really got kicked in the balls, dude. But the cool, but Ooh, there's no. also this. There's also a, uh, if you watch the movie in the beginning, in that scene, there's a that they throw a quarter on the top of the uh, counter, right? Just because the guy's, they, I think it's David Arquette, he throws the money down and, uh, to the guy, uh, Dweedle Zappa. And, yeah, uh, no, no, that was Ahmed. That was Ahmed Zappa. Uh, Ahmed, Ahmed, that's yeah. who I met then. My bad, I'm sorry. But that's who I met then. I get them, I get them mixed up, but... He uh, right. threw the fucking coin down, and they had to take that fucking. They had to take that shot, like I guess, like fucking uh, almost a hundred times, just to make that coin go its way it went. And I remember going in there and jumping up and down on because it was a ring. They actually like built a fucking ring inside this fucking this set, like that was like a gas station, you mm-hmm. know. Yeah, it's cool. Bullshit. <laughs> dude, that, was a, that was a flashback. I didn't even put that one in the documentary. Nice, <laughs> dude. That that. I fucking love that go. movie, dude. That's good. There you totally you go. just made that me remember. Now, that was that was juicy. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, 
Maybe it's this Miller High Life. I'm thinking maybe that's pretty juicy. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty juicy, too. Hey, Isaac, where can people find you online, brother? Find me. Go to my Facebook, Isaac here. It's I-S-A-A-C-H-A-R-E. Write me. Comment. Fucking, I don't give a shit. Um, my music's at Isaac Hare Music. And uh, look up Sleaze. It's S-L-E-E-Z-E. And if you want to hear any more of my music, go to ReverbNation.com forward slash S-L-E-E-Z-E-Y 69. That's Sleazy 69. And I got all my tunes on there. <laughs> I've had a couple of those myself. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that's a military thing, damn it. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Isaac, I, I fucking would like to thank you for coming on the show, man. It was a great hey, time. Brother, I, had, I had a great time. Thank you, guys. Thank both of you guys. Juice Thanks, Pro, man. baby. Yeah, no problem, Thanks, man. man. Hey, anytime you want to come on and cut the fucking rug with us, you know, you're always welcome, brother. Well, just, you know, hopefully uh, some new shit pops off soon, and uh, we'll go from there. Yeah, man. Anytime you got all. something new to come out, fucking we'll promote. Hell yeah. Hey, but there's one more thing we got to do. We're going we're gonna to kick it back. This is the thing we like to do, you know, going back to the 90s, man. We always end the show like this, and this is in salute to uh, my main man, Easy e We got to whack him up, whack him up, whack him up. So wet. <laughs> you gonna so do what? sex to me? Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. Canadian bacon and hardwood smoked bacon. Or Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Get $2 off a large bacon duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Some call it insight. Others call it vision. At Pershing, we call it perspective. A perspective you'll benefit from. From a custodian you can rely on. One who can help navigate the big picture. And whose products give you a competitive edge. One who considers everything. What will help you succeed today and tomorrow? Open yourself to a new perspective and open the possibilities. Consider everything. BNY Mellon Pershing. Learn more at pershing.com slash RIA. Pershing Advisor Solutions, LLC. Member FINRA SIPC.